0: This is Kathryn Gordon for Mainly Matters and this is the Outdoor Life Channel. Here, we will be interviewing people from around the state about what makes our outdoor resources so incredibly special. I'm so happy to have as my guest today, Deanna Page. She is a registered Maine guide and the owner of Maine's Four Seasons Guide Service, where she specializes in bear and moose hunts. She has served on the board for the state chapter of the National Wild Turkey Federation and the Maine Bowhunters Association, where she was the first female president. Welcome, Deanna. How are you? (laughs) Thank you for having me on. Oh, thank you so much for being here. I'm so, I'm so glad that, that you could do this with us. Um, thank and, you. And you've been just all over everywhere doing all kinds of amazing things in the great Maine outdoors. Um, tell us how you got interested in, in the Maine outdoors industry.
1: Well, um, I was born in Maine. My father was an avid hunter, and he instilled that, that passion for the outdoors in my siblings and myself. And I spent starting from age 10, following him around during hunting season. It's been an ongoing adventure ever since.
0: Oh, that's wonderful. <laughs> See, that's, that was how I was with my dad. Um, I followed right along when he would go out fly fishing, and, and it was the best experiences. And being able to pass you know, on their knowledge to us, and hopefully now we as guys can pass it on to others, is, is a wonderful thing.
1: Exactly. It is.
0: And you've served on some pretty impressive outdoor industry boards. Um, can you tell us what your experiences with those were like and, and what you accomplished with them?
1: Well, um, it was, it was really great to serve along other beside other people in the outdoor industry, um, you know, from other leaders of different groups, um, state biologists um, and then the Maine bow association, um, you know, being on the board with that. And we, all the boards, um, we got to weigh in on the hunting issues in the legislature and give our testimony and, you know, different things. So it's like, you're a part of, you know, making things happen, making things better. So. Uh,
0: Yeah, that's, That's that is wonderful. And I, and I think if I'm correct, that you raised as the president, $45,000 for like outdoor education in Maine. Is that correct?
1: Yes. Yep. From 2013 to 2019, we raised over $45,000 that that we donated towards different outdoor projects in the state, um, sending kids to outdoor summer schools, oh, summer camps, um, youth archery programs. Um, of that 45000 we also um, donated $15,000 to help um, defeat the Bayer referendum in 2014. So that was a, a great accomplishment.
0: Accomplishment. A- absolutely, it was, and thank you very much for doing that. Truthfully, um, yeah. And now you've been a-, a guide for what five, five or six years
1: now? Is that um, correct? Yeah, five years.
0: Yeah, wonderful. Because I-, I remember um, it- that we got our guides' licenses at about the same time, and my guiding. Test experience. I've talked about this on different podcasts. Was you know, it it was. I drove up and I had a dress and heels on, and and they asked me if I was lost (laughs) at the test station. (laughs) Yeah, true, true story. Um,
1: But what was your testing experience like? Um, Um, It it was right. It was it was really good. I actually um, took um, the guides course from Carol and Lila Ware to. They help prepare you. With all the questions, what you need to study, and that was a really, really big help. Um, you know, a lot of the knowledge is out there, but there's so much on the guide exam that yes. you need to know that you don't because you know there's questions on there about duck hunting. I don't, I don't hunt ducks, <laughs> so it was great to go through that, and it builds the confidence um, to go in and, and take the test. You know, go in and you do your written test, and then you have to do the oral side of it, which is a little stressful.
0: That, that is the tough part. And, um, you know, I think, you know, it's so easy when you, not easy, like to take it, but it's easy to know whether you pass or fail because on the test written part, cause it's like, Oh, you got that right, right or wrong. Or on the map and compass, you have to get a hundred to pass and you know, right away, whether you did or not. But that middle section right. is like, it's a, that's a little <laughs> terrifying because they're asking you all this it, stuff it and is. handing you all this stuff. Right. And, like,
1: oh. <laughs> and you right. don't know
0: how you're doing really at that point.
1: Right. Yeah. But it was a relief at the end when the two examiners, um, you know, said afterwards that, um, they felt like I was very confident, um, in my answers and they would, they would go hunting with me anytime.
0: Oh, wonderful. See, that so. that's a great, that's a yeah. great experience. And, <laughs> and being, yeah. um, being a female, I mean, I, I know that I showed up in a dress and heels, which probably wasn't main guide attire, <laughs> but, um, how did you find taking the test, um, as a, as a female or even working in the industry as a female, do you find any pros or cons in, in your business or, or do
1: you not notice it
0: at all? Um, I don't
1: know. I, I think when it comes to other women that want to come hunting, I think they feel a little bit more comfortable having a woman guide. Yes. Um, you know, they're, they're not so, um, you know, intimidated by, by having a male guide. A um, little bit more comfortable, you know, as an inexperienced hunter. Um, so I think that that benefits, especially with uh, you know with what we're doing um, with our guide service. We're specializing in two weeks worth of uh, of lady lady only bear hunts. So.
0: I think that's that's a really exciting um thing that you do the All Ladies uh Bear Hunt. How if someone was interested, I know this is the time that they have to sign up to do that? Where could they sign up and find information about that All Ladies Bear Hunt? Yeah.
1: Well, um we are we are booking hunters um now. Uh we do have have some available spots left. Um our Facebook page is the best way um to get in contact. It's Maine's Four Seasons Guide Service. Um and you can send a a message right through there the the ad for the, for the bear hunt is on there with all the information, what it includes, what we're gonna do, and all of that so
0: fab and and how many how many years is this the second year you've done this um this is
1: actually the fourth year oh the
0: fourth year oh wonderful
1: yeah.
0: well what yep. what what makes like guiding this group so special or guiding in general so special to you? What do you enjoy about well, it
1: to me, it, it's really great to meet people from all walks of life. Yeah, um, it's how like, we met uh, was
0: it was guiding. I, I right. met you the very first time at, at I think the Sportsman Show. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So, I mean, we've had people from as far away as Washington State, California, um, and it's funny because you know all of these people from all over, and you get together and you spend at least a week with them. And they come in as strangers and leave as family, you know?
0: Absolutely.
1: It's, it's really awesome.
0: It, it, it absolutely is. And um, I, I also know that you have, uh, it's a very interesting hobby that a lot of people, if they don't hunt, really don't know what this is. Can you explain shed hunting to us?
1: <laughs> well, it's not going out to look for storage shed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, in, in Maine, we have um, deer and moose that grow antlers. Um, they grow antlers every year and then during the winter months, um, they, they shed them. So, um, there, there are groups of people, individuals that have been shed hunting for years. Um, I am actually one of them. Um, the last few years I've really gotten into looking for moose sheds, um, going up in the, in the big woods, in the moose woods and and looking for, for them. And I actually have, um, a dog that, um, my dog, Lucy, she loves to go with me and um, she's getting really good at um, at smelling them out for me. It's been a lot of fun.
0: Oh, I think that would be absolutely great fun. And, and, and anything that you can do in the outdoors and especially um, during this social distancing pandemic time is just, I find... So, um, restoring of my spirit, take it out. So exactly. I think that's like, what a wonderful hobby that is. Uh, amazing. Now what's, what's your most exciting find or your best, you know, the one you were most excited to
1: find? Um, I think my, my most favorite one, um, was a moose shed. Um, actually it was before I got Lucy. Um, I was, I was walking up this, this trail and I looked ahead of me and it was actually sticking up. Sitting upright. Oh wow! Um, and it was really neat. I actually videotaped everything, so um, I actually have a video of it. Oh,
0: that's awesome!
1: So, and that's that's my favorite shed. I I don't know why it just is.
0: <laughs> awesome! No, that's wonderful. Uh, I appreciate so much that you came and talked with us today. And um, is there anything that you would like to add, or any hot topic you would like to talk about before we end?
1: Well, um, there is one hot topic that that I do, um, find it. I don't, it's not really a passion. It's, it's something that really kind of turns me off is, um, winter deer feeding here in Maine. Yes. Um, there's so many people that, um, put out corn, grain, whatever to thinking they're going to help the deer. Um, and they're just not, um, they're creating, uh, deer car collisions, um, over browsing of the surrounding area. Um, and I just find it frustrating that, that people don't understand what they're actually doing to our deer.
0: I, I know. And I think they, they, out of the goodness of their heart, are trying to do the right thing. But what they don't understand is that they can feed that deer corn. Their body can't digest that at that time of year. And so now they have a full stomach of corn so they can't ingest other nutrients and they actually die of malnutrition. There's that chronic wasting disease when you get big groups of deer together that can pass quickly. And there's just so many negatives to doing that. It just, um, I just don't think people truly understand that it is incredibly detrimental to our deer herd to do that. So thank you for bringing that up. Um,
1: yes, I I actually did a, a presentation that I actually put on on YouTube to try to educate people. Oh, that's um, wonderful! How can people the,
0: find that on YouTube? What would it be under?
1: Well, um, the best place probably to find it would would be to go to my guide service Facebook page.
0: Okay, Maine and that's
1: Seasons uh, Guide Service, and I have I have a link posted there.
0: Wonderful, and that's Maine's Four Seasons Guide Service just in case people yep, missed that at the beginning.
1: Guide
0: service. Yes. Wonderful. Cause I, I really think that if more people knew how detrimental it was to the deer, they, uh, they just don't know. So thank you for bringing that up. I appreciate that. No problem. <laughs> um, is there anything else before we go? Do you want to talk about the Maine state flag or Sunday hunting or anything else wild and crazy before we
1: hang up? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, the Sunday hunting thing, I will just say a short, um, Spiel on that. Yep, I know go ahead. so many people, you know, want that extra day to hunt. Um, and I, I do understand that. And I do understand that, that people hunt, um, work Monday through Saturday, um, and just don't have time to be able to hunt. Um, unfortunately here in Maine, I don't believe that our deer herd can sustain, an you know, another full fledged day, um, of harvesting deer. Uh, and we have a, a large group of landowners that for years have testified that if we push the Sunday hunting issue, they will post their land. And we're talking about thousands and thousands of acres that are open to the public for recreation now. So, that's my opinion
0: on Sunday. No, it's fine. I ask. Like I, ask, to <laughs> <laughs> yes, I ask everybody their opinion on it. that <laughs> <laughs> because so many main guys have such uh, differing opinions on that. Like I know mm-hmm. that if you are a landowner and you don't want people to hunt Sunday, then um, you can absolutely tell them they can't during um, this little legislative piece. Um, and and with the deer herd, I think our our um, IFNW does a fantastic job monitoring and and everything that you know, the deer herd. Um, so for me, I, I always just feel, um, you know, being blue collar, uh, worker myself and my family that to have, um, a lot of people tell me I can't hunt on Sunday when, for a lot of my friends up North growing up, that was how we fed our families, you know? Um, it just comes from kind of a place of privilege. You know, I don't want you to hunt Sunday because of you know, I want to hike or something. I'm like, okay. (laughs) You know, if you're the (laughs) landowner, I totally respect the landowner's right to not want people on their land Sunday. But I think the new legislation um, uh, allows for them to not allow any hunting on Sundays. So Mm -hmm. I'm I'm investigating it. I ask everybody their opinion. And I I just know that when you are, you know, um, working Monday through Saturday, and you don't have any time to hunt, and you do depend on that food for your family, Mm -hmm. it's very difficult not to have a Sunday hunt. And we're, I think, one of, what, two states?
1: Two states maybe that
0: don't allow it. Right. And I do
1: understand that part as well. Um, One thing I would add is, like, Saturdays, I think it's, like, 43% of a a six-day-a-week harvest is Saturday. 43% of the deer are shot on Saturdays. So if we add a Sunday, so we're going to have, you know, four more days, of that I'm afraid that eventually the department is going to have to cut our hunting season probably in half to make up for that and I hope people understand that that would come along with it as well Yeah it's it's a really
0: difficult and challenging question. So I, I ask really everybody is. and I, and I go on that registered main guide page and I, and I read all the back right. and forth on there about it. And like, if we as an industry can't come up with an answer, I don't know how anybody else is either truthfully, <laughs> Exactly, exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: but I always ask people, it's, it's a good, it's a good thing to, to talk about. And, and the more opinions okay. I hear, the more I, I kind of listen, I, and I do appreciate you putting your opinion out there. It's not easy not you know, in this, in this day and age, you know, to talk about things that are you know controversial but i appreciate you wanting to share um and is is there anything else that you want to chat about before
1: we um nope i just appreciate the the opportunity to talk to you
0: and it it was fabulous to talk to you yeah i miss seeing everybody at the at the trades you know the sportsman shows and stuff and yeah hopefully you know this summer with everything will open up and we can start um seeing people and having a little bit more normal quote unquote (laughs) season. Exactly. One can only hope. I know. Let's hope. (laughs) Thank you so much. I I enjoyed so much talking with you and I, um, I really appreciate it. And listeners, if you would Mm -hmm. like to learn more about upcoming guests and events, you can follow my guiding page called my main guide life, both on Instagram and Facebook. And Deanna's page again is called my uh, mains Four seasons guide service. And I'd also like to thank my sponsor, Rogue Life, Maine. Check out all of their wonderful clothing and gear at shop.roguewear.com. Also check out the other channels available here on mainlymatters.com. Thank you for listening, Maine. Keep the faith and we'll keep celebrating the wonderful people found here.